Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Hi and welcome to episode 464. It's all about the boundaries. I've talked about boundaries before, actually not for a while, but I have definitely talked about them because they are so, so important. Oh, so important. And I put the O in there because they really are key, essential, vital, imperative if we hope to parent well. As Dr. Shefali always says, there's two things that we need to do is connect and set boundaries and Boundaries are, in fact, a way to connect us to our deepest needs. And I'm going to backtrack a bit because in all the work I do with parents, in the one-on-one coaching and group coaching, and if you're just listening to this and you haven't listened to episode 463 and you're interested in the group coaching or parent coaching, how it works, what I work with parents about, The secret's out. I let it all out in episode 463. So make sure you check out that. But in all my years working as a parent coach, I have never had anybody come to me and saying, I have challenges. I'm really struggling with X, but you know what? I'm really good with my boundaries. Every single person that is facing challenges with their, in the way in which they parent or with with most things, with anything in their life, it will often come down to the fact that, and I'm going to generalize here, but many of us are not that great with our boundaries. We're not great with boundaries for ourselves. I mean, so many of my friends say, oh my God, my boundaries are like, I'm really not good with boundaries. And I'm just going to say this, that if you're not good with your boundaries for yourself, this is why you're struggling to set boundaries for your kids. The two are linked. Let's look at what boundaries are. They really are things we do to protect what we value. So if we value a certain thing, we have to put a boundary around it so that nobody crosses the line and threatens what we value. So Boundaries are often seen as rules, and I don't see boundaries as rules at all. You know, I think when we see them as rules, rules are, rules are, you know, you think of school, you think of policemen, you think of traffic cops with the rule is, the rule is, they're, they're a hard line and they're often, you know, they're often associated with being punitive, that they're, you know, they're coming from a, a hard kind of, a hard place, a punitive place, a, you know, if you don't abide by the rules, then this is what's going to happen to you. And many people think boundaries are rules. They're not. 
boundaries are completely different. Boundaries support connection because they connect us to our deepest needs. When we, when we create boundaries for our kids, it connects them to their needs. It allows you to meet their needs. It allows them to have their needs met because there's boundaries in place to protect what they need and make sure they get what they need. In the context of phones and, and things, you know that your kid needs to come off their phone. You know it's what they need. They don't need any more time on their phones. There's no child that doesn't get enough time on their phones. Why is, it, is this the case that we've allowed our kids to spend too much time on their phones and now it's really hard to, to dial back? But the boundaries we've had, the limits that we've put on it, not rules, the boundaries have not been strong. They've not been solid. They've not been concrete. They've been wishy-washy. They've been sandy. They've dissolved. They're not solid. It doesn't form a foundation. Boundaries are the difference between what's okay and what's not okay. So it's really important. So what's happening is parents are allowing what's not okay. They know it's not okay for their kid to be going to sleep at two o'clock in the morning in grade 10. They know it's not okay that their child's only getting six hours sleep. They know it's not okay for them to be sleeping with their phones. Yet, the kids are sleeping with their phones. They're going to bed at two. They can't get up in the morning. And when we are in a position where we're allowing those things to happen through not being good with our boundaries and the knock-on effect not being good with their boundaries, is it's absolutely exhausting for us. It's exhausting and overwhelming and it's terrifying. It's so scary because we know we are not doing what we should be doing to meet our kids' needs. So it all comes down to boundaries. It's all about the boundaries and yet it's something many of us are not very good at. So we, you know, when, when our kids feel connected to us and when we feel connected with our kids or you feel connected with someone, you want to um, help them. You want to, to, to um, get things right. So with kids, when they feel connected, you know, it makes them want to be helpful. It makes them want to cooperate. When they feel disconnected, there's no impetus for them to feel loving and kind and generous and, and warm, you know, coming from their heart. And if we are not good with our boundaries, we invariably become reactive and then we become accusatory, then we point the finger at them and then it just all goes downhill. You know what, what it's like when we're angry and yelling and we're trying to control them and because we haven't been good with the the limit we haven't held the set the boundary oh my goodness it gets so messy and so we have to be able to hold boundaries for ourselves and boundaries for our kids and what those will be will be unique to you i can't you know people will say well what should my boundaries be i don't know what your boundaries should be but you do i absolutely know that in your heart in your your intuitive knowing and wisdom you know what your boundaries should be you absolutely know so you have to set them and we have to set them with a loving tone with a compassionate energy with nice body language 
using kind words, being compassionate, being empathetic. Often the limits we set through the boundary are not things our kids want. They don't want to have to go to bed at 10. They don't want to hand their phone to you at 9. They don't want to not have their phone beside them when they're doing their homework. But as long as we allow it, we're not standing true in what we value because the boundary is not there. It's not connecting you to your value. The, the value is there, but the value is not being met through the fact the boundary is not being held. So we have to improve the way in which we set the boundary, hold the limit and deal with the pushback. And this is stuff that I deal with in my one-on-one coaching. It forms, it almost forms like the foundation to it. We have to look at our patterns. What are your boundary setting skills? What are they like? Why are they like they are? What were your mum's boundary setting skills? What were your dad's? Were they really good at them? If they were, you're probably better at them. If they were not, that pattern might be being handed down to you. So we have to be firm and kind. And when people are saying, well, you know, where should I be? If firm's on one end and soft, let's say being soft and give in is on one end and being firm and hard ass is on the other end, where should I be? And parents often say, well, in the middle. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say you need to be in different places on that continuum depending on the situation. Sometimes you have to be really soft and kind and flexible. And other times you have to be really firm and hard and hold that boundary, but not in a badass, nasty way. You have to hold it, be firm, but be kind, be compassionate, be empathetic. The problem is we then, we become permissive. We become too loosey-goosey, wishy-washy, soft, whatever it is. Then things go pear-shaped and we think in order to turn it around, now we have to be really hard-ass. Now we have to go in really, really firm. It doesn't work. So we have to be really good at reading each situation and what are the needs in each situation. Now, there are boundaries that have to be kind of set in stone. What are your stone boundaries? And I'm talking about things like when your kids go to bed, how much sleep they get, um you know, are they eating healthily? Are they drinking enough water? Are they taking care of their personal hygiene? You know, there are certain things that we have to be fairly set in stone about. But even that with a teenager, you know, you can't make a teenager take a shower. If they want to stink and be smelly and not have a shower for a few days, there's little we can do. But we have to role model that in our behavior. So we continue with it. We role model it. We can say to them nicely, you know, maybe you might consider taking a shower. Not you should, because that makes them feel like they're not good enough. But in a nice way, we can maybe suggest it if we've noticed they haven't taken a shower for a while and they stink. And I always say to parents, the best thing that could ever happen is for someone they actually care about, not family, a.k.a. potential significant other. If that person might say, oh, you stink then trust me, they're going to come home and have a shower. And the next thing you know, you'll be complaining because they're an hour in the shower. So I digress slightly from the boundaries, but we have to be able to create healthy boundaries. We need a lot of clarity to do it. You need to know exactly what it is. 
we need to be connected and not necessarily physically connected, but, but emotionally connected. And the other key thing that we need to be is consistent. Funny, those are all C's. There's so many C's that words beginning with C that are so, so profound for parenting. We need to be curious, compassionate, creative, confident, um, consistent, clear, connected. Uh, I'm trying to think of other just, uh, just off the top of my head here. But anyway, there's lots of them and there's lots of ours. We want our kids to be respectful, reliable, resourceful, relatable, um, resilient, responsible. Did I say that? Confident is another C. There's so many C's and R's. That's why I finish in my book in a sea of C's and R's because those so many amazing words start with C and R. And, you know, with boundaries, think about your C's. Control. We need to be in control of ourselves, not in over-controlling of them. But there's another C. And actually, Dr. Sharon Celine talks about her five C's in ADHD, in, in helping kids, parent kids with ADHD. You know, being self-control, being connected, compassionate, consistent, celebrate. That's another one of hers. I love that one. So think about all those and your boundary setting skills. Where are you? How are you? What do you do? How can you be better? If you need some help, remember my new cohort is starting on Monday, January the 11th. So in the new year, we'll kick it off and you're going to get 2021 off to a really good start. You're going to get a whole load of things under your belt. You're going to hone in your skills. You're going to show up in more control, a parent more in control of themselves. What better a gift to give yourself for Christmas? Why don't you buy the the buy yourself into one of my courses or into the parent, group parent coaching? Do it with some friends. Get a group of girlfriends together and say, you know what? Let's do that parent coaching thing. I think it'll be really cool. We can all do it. We can talk about it. We can walk once a week and talk parenting. We can share our stories. We can collaborate. There's another C. Collaborate. So important. So why don't do that? Get a group of you together and, and join the group as you, in, a, in a small group and you can host your own meetings as well. It'd be so cool. Who knows? I might even show up to one of those if you want me to come and show up to one of your own little private group sessions. We can, we can arrange that. Anyway, I digress a bit, but boundaries, guys, so important. You have to be good with your boundaries. They connect you to what you need. They connect you to what you value. So we need to meet our needs. And we need to parent in alignment with our values. And boundaries are the way to do it. That's exactly what they'll do. So get out of the mindset that boundaries are rules. They're not. They're way, way, way more than that. And when they're done well, your whole parenting world will shift. It'll turn on a dime. And you will feel more connected and more confident. Be more clear. More everything with your kids. So if you need some help, do reach out to me, louise at yourparentingpartner.com and I will be happy to help you. If you want to sign up for the group coaching, then you need to secure your spot. Might the class the, the group coaching always fills up. There are limited spaces. So if you're keen, get on it ASAP is all I can say. If you want to share this with friends and family, please share away. Help someone who needs it. And till the next time, thank you again for listening and bye for now. 
that's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.